0: Good evening. Welcome to the late night edition of the Doctor Zeus podcast. I want to dedicate tonight's show because I'm in bed and a very special person has come back into my life. I am I am so wanting to play that Madonna song, Secret. But for copyright reasons, I can't. So I'm going to sing it. I hope you like it. And you know who you are. Things haven't been the same <laughs> since you came back into my life. <laughs> you found a To touch my hole (laughs) And you're never, ever, ever Gonna let it go Happiness lies When you use more than one hand It took me much too long To understand How it could be Until Jimmy Jimmy you shared your secret with me. Something's coming over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tonight's show is dedicated. The, well, I don't. I can't tell you his name. His name is very special. I can tell you. That he brings out the wildness in me. He's got just that voice, you know, that what the fuck are you doing voice. Oh my goodness. What did LL say? I ain't had a crush in years. Mm. So, but it's very, I'm very thankful that you're back. You're back. And, um, oh my goodness, mm. I'd love you, I'd love to have you on the show one day, you know, barking orders, I mean, that turns me on, it's just kind of like, you know, this is that late night broadcast, so, you know, if you're put off by stacks, then don't listen, Okay? Mm. Yeah, Poppy. He knows who he's talking about. Yeah. So I want to dedicate this late night edition to Jimmy. That's all I'm going to say. Joe Pesci. Yeah. He knows Joe Pesci. That's all I'm saying. You motherfucker. (laughs) Good night, unpleasant dreams, and I'll keep it wet for you. You keep it warm. Good evening. I know. You don't like this version. You like it when I have the microphone. I do, too. But I know how to extend my voice so that I don't have to add any special effects. Because, you know, I'm not James Cameron. You know... I like his films, but then when you have to rely on special effects, it's like, what else? Eh, You know, it's like Martin Scorsese. He doesn't just rely on violence. He relies on a good story. And he knows the history of film so well. Yes, you might have wondered why I have the two podcasts. Because I almost became a filmmaker. Almost. I don't really think, you know... I wanted to do double duty. I wanted to act, direct, you know, do it all. Clint Eastwood. But then, you know, I don't want to have a bunch of kids. By, you know, one by a stewardess. Um, uh, the other by Dina Lohan, or not Dina Lohan. Oops, I don't know. Um, Yeah. Or talk to a chair and pretend it's Obama That's not me First of all, I like Obama I didn't always agree with him um, You can only be bipartisan so much, okay? You can And they still shit on you And they still shit on him So that's my issue with him Is like uh, There are certain things that I think he could have been a little tougher on But he, he wasn't, you know But it's Friday, people It was a good Friday A positive Friday I learned a lot from this Friday It was a family Friday Which I will not dive into Because I don't talk about family on here This is my podcast I talk about my situations My humor You know If I ever were to do stand-up Which I doubt is going to happen I I prefer this format Because I don't want to get booed (laughs) You know Um I would I would talk about people but I would use a different name. I I do believe in eminity and you know this is coming from someone whose parent is a professor and would tell stories about me. So when I first went to that college they knew who I was. I was like, oh god. But you know, they were proud of me. And I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I've thought about, oh, maybe I should be a professor, not like my mother, because my mother teaches English. I would teach history Um, because I've talked to so many people and so many of you throughout the world and throughout my daily life. And, oh, I don't need history. I live in the now. Okay, first of all, you do need history. Um, How else are you going to move forward in life? You need to know where you came from. You need to know where your people came from. You need to know the struggle that the previous generation endured. That being in your seventies and eighties isn't considerably old. That's the other thing, is that I've noticed that some people that I come in contact with who are in their twenties like to bash people because they it's this ageism. You need to stop that. It's very disrespectful. You are playing into the grass-fed, herbivore... I'm, I'm meat and I'm going to kill you. You know, survival of the fittest. First of all, I'm a lot smarter than some of the people that I come in contact with. And I hate to say that. Who are in their 20s. And look down upon me because I'm not in my 20s. And I'm a male, okay? And... I'm aware of rules. I'm aware of responsibility. I'm also aware of respect. And when I'm doing something and you walk right through me and don't even say excuse me, that's obvious that you were not taught respect. And that you don't respect your elders. And that you like to make fun of people. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too serious. I don't fucking know. But you know what? I ain't got no stick up my ass. I'll tell you that. I've learned a lot just being around people. You know, and age is a state of mind. It's also about what you've learned. What you've collected throughout the time that you've been here. I look at the people who want to take over this generation. And it's sad. Many of you don't have manners. You think, oh, it's about now. It's about get it fast. That's not how the world works. It's about letting things percolate. You look at a good musician. Okay? They have to have a few hits and misses. Many misses, actually. And now, if you so much as put out a bad debut... You're finished. And that shows how short attention span the culture is. Or that we can't read something. Oh my god, it makes my eyes hurt. You know, I love reading. I love when people ask me to read to another group of people. I do it because I love it. I love the words. I love the characters. I love the stories. I'm not trying to do do a reboot, okay? We can only do so much of that. We can only do so much of recycling. Good art should not be recycled. Great art should come from a place, a vast. Alanis Morissette said that so great. She said when she wrote You Out Know," um, it was from a very pure place within her, you know, to duplicate that, you know, you can't do it, it's done, it was said, it's now out there in the ether, and it's, it's actually an iconic song, but then she puts out another one that's even more iconic, so she's on a roll there, okay, so, I look at the culture, I look at some of you, you know and, I, and I'm not an old fogey That's the other thing I hate, old, old Old, what is old? Can you define old? Can you define ancient? We could say someone in their 80s or 90s is old But at the same time, do they still do everything that you can't do? Do they get up every day? Do they clean? Do they do this? Do they do that? You know, um, people who are younger complain, oh, my neck, my back, my, you know what I mean? Oh, it hurts. Well, you don't hear the 90-year-old complaining now, do you? So, I wouldn't say that people are lazy. The culture just needs to be shaken up a little bit. Shaken up, sorry. Uh, educated Because I think many of you think Oh, that it's okay to talk like Kim Kardashian Oh, that's gorge Actually, it's not It's called gorgeous Don't bastardize The the lexicon, okay To make it look cool That That's how dumb that society is becoming That it's okay to do that No, it's not And If I had children And I don't, but like I said, I have uh, people in my family who kind of are. I don't allow them to talk like that. You say the whole word. When they want to spell out the whole word, you sound it out, you spell it out, okay? It's not being, you know, if you think I'm a snob, then fuck it. I'm not. I come from a, an educational background. My mother is a teacher. My father is highly, highly intelligent. So, and they came from nothing. And I've come in contact with people who do come from money who are as dumb as shit. You know, I guess they got a lucky break with a uh, a, a remote control, shall we say. And so, that's the culture in a nutshell. I'm not bashing the culture. It's just like, you guys need to wake the fuck up. My God. That's the Dr. Zeus podcast. Let's give a cup of shut the fuck up to Kavanaugh and to those of you who want don't want him to get confirmed. Bravo, motherfuckers. Good night. Good evening. Welcome to part two of You Burn That Nike and You're Gonna Pay, Motherfuckers. Society is going to judge you from years on years. And that's because many of you don't like to learn history and are doomed to repeat it. So... You know, in the 1930s, they burned books in Germany. And now you all are burning Nike. All because Colin Kaepernick has made you pissed off. And, well, you all want to just piss yourselves in your pants. All because this man has decided to kneel for a worthy cause. He's not kneeling because he wants $10 million. No, he's kneeling for police brutality. It's very interesting, isn't it? That many of you motherfuckers can accept that, can you? Oh, it's it's a conspiracy theory. It's a, it's a Trump. It's a Trump. More like a turd, motherfuckers. But you know. Hey, don't ask me. Ask Hannibal Lecter. Hello? Welcome to America, motherfuckers. I am Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Go ahead and burn those Nikes. I'll eat you for it. <laughs> a census taker at once tried to test me. I ate his Nike jeans with some father beans and a nice glass of... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you fly back to Trump headquarters now, little bitch. Fly, fly, fly. Fly, fly, fly. Oh, Jack Crawford sent me a trainee. How very... Delicious. Those of you who voted for Donald Trump are drinking the Kool-Aid, which makes you less tasty to me. Now I have to eat you after washing you like a candy-assed ham. Or is that a Virginia ham? They all taste the same now, don't they? (laughs) You know, I have an idea for those of you who want to continue drinking the Kool-Aid. Because you are put off by people of color. You are put off by people in charge. And you just want Trump to suck your nipples. Here at the Dr. Zeus podcast, I, Dr. Lecter, have been sent here to tell you to shut the fuck up. Before I eat you. Before society eats you. For you are a mundane piece of shit. A piece of shit. Worried about calling cabinet sports icon with yummy pecs. I'd love to have him on my couch. (sighs) You fly back to headquarters now, little Colin Kaepernick. Fly, fly, fly. Fly, fly, fly. You're not so little, though. You're six feet of pure muscle. Pure West Virginian muscle. And now we're removing Dr. Lecter, because Dr. Lecter gets a little too horny sometimes. Good evening, people. My thoughts on Colin Kaepernick still stand. He is a sports icon who has decided to put his career above everything else. I mean, his his beliefs above everything else and jeopardize his career. I'm tired, motherfuckers. I don't know what else to tell you. That's all I got. This is like an episode of Empty Nest... Barbara is going to come in. She's going to cry. The other one is going to say something not very funny. And Robert Mulligan, Harry, is just going to go park overhaul. She's going to say, you know, Dr. Weston, I need a rise, honey child. Yeah, that's how it is. You see, those of you who are threatened by Kaepernick really should suck a big fat one. You really should. I'm not threatened by him. I think what he's doing is great. And I love that it pisses you all off even more as I say that he's doing great things. Go ahead. Get mad. Get mad. Come on. Get mad. Get mad like you're at a Real Housewives of Atlanta throwdown. Where Andy Cohen is basically, well, capitalizing on your anger. Yeah, he is. He's exposing it. He's using it for his own personal game. But do you motherfuckers care? No. You just continue to fight as he exploits you. And that's why I don't like Andy Cohen. He's an exploiting son of a bitch. Um... So, to those of you who never liked Colin Kaepernick, just remember, he's got more money than your balls, motherfuckers. So you can smoke your palm Malls and shut the fuck up. This has been a late night edition of the Dr. Seuss podcast. Let's talk about this administration. Kavanaugh, shut the fuck up. You've eaten, and you've eaten more than once. You look like Eddie Monster's grandfather on crack. Oh. And Melania, trying to warn people about bullying. Oh, honey, you're married to the king of bullies, and he cheated on your ass when you were pregnant. But the Obamas and the Bushes took pity on you at Mama Bush's funeral. Papa Bush is still alive. As he awaits the resignation, Or removal of office of Trump. And he will be removed. Like a big fat orange wart. And disinfected. Yes. You see people. I don't hide my disdain for. You know who. Let's not give him a name. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. A big fat piece of shit. And Stormy Daniels. I saw you naked. I... Happened to go on Pornhub and there she was I didn't watch but I thought Oh how interesting How interesting The boobs are a little too big It looks like she's offering You know a little bit of this and a little bit of that It's like watching Marie Osmond play dress up With a suit So people This is the Dr. Seuss Podcast Fuck your Administration Fuck Kavanaugh Fuck you, racist piece of shit. And now another word from Clary Starling. You know, I'm here because Dr. Lecter told me to be here. He told me that this country is fucked up. He wouldn't come after me because he would consider that rude. He's having many old friends for dinner, but he never had me for dinner. But now he's going to have the big fat orange one for dinner. If he can use something to cover up that stanch. Thank you, Clarice. How much do I pay you? You know. The removal of office of that son of bitch will soon take effect. He is a sick little bastard. Tweeting all night. Tweeting all day. Tweeting all night. Tweeting all day. People have asked me, what do you think of Trump? And I'll say what I've always said. Cleaning shit off your shoe is tough. You have to use soap and water. And so to you, the administration, I say, gather up and rub bacon and oil on yourselves because Dr. Lecter is hungry. Hungry to eat idiotic motherfuckers. "'Yes, I've done it before with Senator Martin "'when I asked that pivotal question about her daughter, Catherine. "'Did you breastfeed her?' "'I did, but what does that? have got to do in it. toughened like your nipples a bit, didn't it? "'Tell me, Mom, when your girl's on the slab, "'well, i want tickle you the most. "'Take this thing. "'I'm overacting. "'Back to Baltimore. "'Pale blue eyes. "'He might have lived in Baltimore or lied.' If there's anything else, I'll let you know. And Senator, just one more thing. Love your thong. Hey, at the Dr. Zeus podcast, if you want it, I can get it. It's like that movie, what is it? Oh, if you build it, they will come. But if you build it too much, they'll orgasm. It's a wet, sticky mess. But someone's got to do it, you know? So this has been the Dr. Zeus podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. This was part two of tonight's enjoyment. Our festivities. Snowflakes that are burning your Nike products. And I used to work in retail, so I know about Nike products and how you can't use that 25% discount on Nike products, but only iZots. You were fucked. And it's funny because you're all fucked. Good night. Unpleasant dreams. dreams. Fuck the administration, because it fucked you. Unpleasant dreams.